Alright y'all, we're back, it's me and Josh tonight, and we're going to do, right now, uh, we're going to do Josh's top albums of 2021, and then uh, later on we're going to do, we're going to review the new Zeal and Our Door album, and I had asked you guys on the Facebook, um, some of your favorite albums and what uh, what you might think uh, if you've heard the Zeal and Ardor album what do you think about them and their album and um, this time the only person to say anything was uh, our good buddy Abraham Ram he says number one the new Zeal and Ardor is good production is on point and the songs are really aggressive while still having elements of soul and blues two his favorite album from last year is Dark Majesty by Cal L has elements of doom metal, stoner rock, and psychedelic. And I'd never heard of them before, and he sent a link, and I listened to it, and I'm like, this shit you know, is pretty rad. We like, ain't heard a lot of things till recently. I mean, really. Um, I mean, can't claim to know everything. I mean, I know a lot about music, but I, I well, will never know Coming much. soon, Indian metal. Right, right. I know, I know a lot, but I don't know much. Bloody wood. Um... And, uh, so yeah, there's that, and, uh, if you guys want to join in the fun, join the Speaker Brains, uh, group on Facebook, uh, the only rule is don't be a dick, and, um, uh, hit up our Patreon if you want to, um, request some album reviews. Only we're allowed to be dicks. Uh, <laughs> so far, Dave is the only one who's a real dick to people on there, and it's like, oh man, David's just got a strong opinion on on some of that. He's our one super fan. Um, old too tall. Oh yeah, old too tall. But yeah, he. I don't think yeah, uh, unless he can make a fake Facebook and you know go into the uh, infiltrate. But you know, you know he does. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, so join the Patreon if you want and to request some album reviews and check out our music on Spotify as well as SoundCloud under Lady Chuckle Studios. On the, on, the, on the Spotify, it is Monster from the Studio and Sticky Middle Finger, our actual band names. Uh, and, um, shit. Let's fucking get to it. So how many albums do you got on your list? Oh, I don't know. I just picked them. However many this is. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So, and we're going to get to Zach's eventually. Next week, we're going to try, because uh, we can't do the corn review until everybody's here. And um, so we're planning for the 19th, uh, which is next weekend, for the corn review. Uh, yeah. I know Josh and David will be here for the corn. Um, hopefully, Zach will be here. Uh, and then we're going, that very same night, we're going to do David's, uh, top albums of the year. What's today's date? Uh, today is the 12th. Oh, Bloody Wood will be out on the 18th. You mm -hmm. might be able to squeeze that in. Yeah, might be able to that squeeze that in. Badass. That would be rad as fuck. down if they're more metal. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking, so, mm. let's get into it. Um, hit us up, Josh. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Twelve. All right. All right. All right. So, ugh. we'll start. I don't want to do. There's no particular order except for the last three. So we'll start off somewhere about here. All right. So 
One that came out last year, really good, I liked. Was Twisted, Unlikely Prescription. That was rad, With man. Uh, Danny Filth. That, and I hated that, like, that's my favorite song on there, man. Like, I like them all. Well, Envy's but... really good, too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's really the two best songs on there. Is that one just fades like a motherfucker, And uh, Envy. But it's it's kind of, it is a departure from their more rap which actually, is cool. It's more of a new metal album than yeah, anything. Yeah, definitely. Definitely uh, more on the, the new metal side. Uh, definitely uh, just a metal album. And, and I've seen people complain. It was generic. It was like, you know, I'm like, I'm ready for, for a little difference in the twisted sound. And they've, they've done this kind of shit, uh, you know, yeah, since I mean, the it's, beginning. You can say it's generic, but these guys are rappers. And Yeah, and it's not bad for, for, for some white rapper dudes to... Uh, do a metal album and, and with Danny Filth of all people. I mean, yeah, I that's Danny Filth. That's rad as all. Yeah, Danny Filth rapping on there, kind of. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know if he's really rapping. And then like, well, I mean, he's just he is singing fast, but he is yeah. singing uh, And then you get his scream in there. It's sort of buried in the mix a little more than I'd like it to be. But well, because when he's not doing his scream, he does have a very just his voice is kind of it's almost soft, like with that deep. He has that that. Scratchy softness, uh, yeah, and then a fancy scream. Goddamn man, but yeah, that shit, that that's still my favorite track on there, man. That shit bangs like a motherfucker. That goddamn beat, dude. I mean, it's not a long album either. Because it's out, every time we listen to it, we're like, we've heard this beat before. I know. It's a prodigy song. I, I can't find the exact one. I've heard. It is so close to. Uh, yeah, because it's just. I think it's it's. Lower than the one we're thinking of, or is it vice versa? One was faster. Than like, I wonder, is it a Prodigy beat? I mean, this, at least I've it heard, reminds me of a I've Prodigy heard beat. that beat Because it sounds like that goddamn song on there. Like, needs, I need someone. I need someone like does, that. but. It sounds so fucking close. I swear to that. somebody else has that exact beat they did, but a different tempo. Right, like that's so fucking. It's, it's so familiar sound. Right, but. but it, it's not bad, man. We love us a Prodigy. It just bumps like a motherfucker. God, it bumps like a mother. Yeah, it, it's such a cyberpunky game, sound song too. Yeah, just like yeah, see like all guys like yeah, I can see like I can see like a that cyberpunk should... vampire yeah, I mean, club. Yeah, it'd be a neon vamp. <laughs> yeah, he'd have like RG, he'd have RGB like glow on lights and shit, <laughs> like what colored things oh, and bullshit. God, that would be right. Somebody give us a uh, a cyberpunk vampires. I, I, maybe that already exists, uh, and I don't know. But, yeah, that's a good-ass album. I dug it. I yeah. dug it a lot. All right. Um, well, speaking of Danny Filth, existence is cute out. Man! Yes! And it's been a long time since we had something that sounded like Meliora. Oh, uh, not Meliora. Um, Midian? Midian. Yeah, I'm sorry, Marty. Got my zen going on. Yeah. It sounds, you know, get that very ding, 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 that, that fucking Midian sound I love so much, because that's one of the first albums me and you fucking listen to together, we're like, man, this shit bangs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. God, that was a long, long time ago. Long, long time so ago. So long time ago. That was God. almost ten years ago for, for you and I. God, and that Archangel, Dark Angel. Oh, uh, yeah, I would go around saying that shit. <laughs> and we thought we were so shocking like, and so Yeah, cool. we're so cool. We're, we're scaring, scaring the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're gonna order pizza and robes and have somebody have like we're like we're sacrificing somebody. Yeah, we're, oh we're so god. gothy back then. Oh my god, man! But yeah, dude, that album is awesome, man. Um, and I mean, 
it's cradle of filth shit. You know, to me, it's not very different than anything else I've ever heard them do. And, I mean... Yeah, they either have their orchestral sounds, music, like, you know, older stuff, maybe in this. And then you have that more, you can tell they went to fucking uh, Roadrunner. For a part of the time, it sounded like, because you got the fucking... Which I actually do like those albums. I do like uh, Thornography and... Uh, Thornography is, like, probably my least favorite out of the whole Cradle of Filth. And I still like that, too. Yeah, and it's I don't so, mind it. Like, yeah, it's, it doesn't cool. suck. But it's, it's probably the only one that I probably do not go back to. The last time I listened to it was, what, like five years ago or so? Four years ago when I did all those Cradle of Filth reviews? But there's just some interesting what the fuck moments on there. Like I love that was it Night of the Pentagram. Yeah. Uh, fucking love that shit. Um, Dirge Inferno. I Dirge. dig. Um, uh, the one. The one. Ah, God damn it. I can't remember. I love that. There's one song I really like on there. Because yeah, it goes that uh, she's Alice through the Looking Glass. Is it? Man, yeah. Thornography isn't bad, but I thought when they came back with. Uh, Godspeed on the Devil's Thunder after that. I thought that was like, boom, motherfucker. That was, that's still like to this day one of my motherfucking favorites. Nymphetamine. I like Nymphetamine. Nymphetamine I like Especially a lot, Especially if, if you go out of your way and get the uh, special edition. It's got both double discs. So yeah. They got their cover of fucking, uh. Yeah, key, they're doing the track with King Diamond. King Diamond. Then they got, they're doing their cover of, uh, Aleister Crowley. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Crowley. Yeah, I got the original version, and I got the damn deluxe version. And, uh, was it Witchy, Witchy Woman? Is it? God, it's been a long time since I fucked with that thing. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that. oh, but, so back to the new one. The new lady, uh, vocals, um, Abigail is her name. She's rad as fuck on that album. Um, I mean, she does normal female cradle of filth things, spoken word bits, a lot of uh, angelic oh, kind of shit, you know? A lot of stuff that was missing from some of those middle years that we were talking about. Which is there. I mean, it's on every cradle of filth album. It was never that good in those parts. Like, during the thornography time, the females, eh. Well, it was, I mean, good it, was, on, it was good on fucking Amphetamine, because that female, was, Jezebel, well, was amazing. It's always, yeah, it's always, man, Jezebel was, is still fucking, like, my chick, as far as it goes, with Cradle of Filth, and, um, Lindsay Schoolcraft was probably the last girl on there that, that was memorable, at least, because I think it might, after, uh, Sarah Jezebel left, um, I don't think they had a steady, uh, female, uh, voice in the band, it might have been somebody different between a couple albums before they got Schoolcraft, but, uh, uh, she was on, Schoolcraft was only on the last two albums, Hammer of the Witches and, uh, Cryptoriana, but Abigail is a, is a good fit right now. I want, I want, I want, to, I want them to have her do more. I mean, she does orchestral keyboard stuff and the female vocals. I'd like to see, I'd like them to utilize the female vocals in a different way than the same way they've been doing it for 30 fucking years. And, I mean, but I'm, I I mean, if they don't, I'm cool with that. Because, like, Cradle of Filth, to me, they're one of those same shit, different album bands that I'm always cool with. Like, just give me the, the Cradle sound, and I'm fucking happy. You know, every every two to three years, they, they come back and say, hey, we're still around, and check this out. And I'm cool with it. I'm down with it. Okay, another next one. Uh, 12 Foot Ninja, Vengeance. Yeah, motherfucker. Dude, that shit was good. 
God, that motherfucking album is good. Oh, man. Um, what the fuck, man? Because the songs on that, dude. Let me pull these up. God. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the songs on there. Um, because it was very good. I liked it. And it's a, it's a fairly short album. The thing's only 34 minutes, but damn, is there a lot of shit going on in those 34 minutes? And, like, everything is just so tight, so precise, man. They're, I love their musicianship and the, uh, the, the different genres that they mix yeah, with the heavy was, metal. Because uh, I think the, pre was the previous one, they kind of really kind of had that new metal-y kind of like, if you like corn, you'll like these guys' sound. Yeah, on Outlier. Which is cool. This one is not like that, but it's not bad either. It's like... Yeah, a mismatch of all kinds of different genres. Yeah, yeah, man. Some, and then when you look at the album cover, the big arcade on the yeah. front of the colors, it's got a very 80s vibe, like mm -hmm. arcade vibe going to it. It's, like, it's really weird. It'd be something like you would hear in a fucking weird-ass 80s arcade if that <laughs> existed then. And, he, and uh, he's, uh, he's one of the few guys in uh, metal music right now that uh, can almost mash Mike Patton. And in many ways, he does, as far as his vocal range and his vocal style. You can tell, man, that, that these guys are influenced heavily by uh, Mike Patton projects. And it's like, damn, man. That, that shit was what made me fall in love with him last year when I first heard him, man. And I was like, god damn, this shit is great. Oh, yeah. Fuck, and that, the whole album, dude, because you have... Uh, Man, Start the Fire, Long Way Home, Vigilance, IDK, Shock to the System. And when I saw that, I was like, please let it be a cover of Billy Idol's Shock to the System from Cyberpunk, but it's not. Uh, Gone, Culture War, Dead End, man, Over and Out, Entangled. Ten fucking tracks, barely any of them over uh, three and a half minutes long, other than the first track. Yeah. But damn it, do they, do they cram a lot of stuff in those three and a half minutes on all of all these songs. Oh yeah, it's there's a lot there to digest. From yeah, these yeah, songs. yeah. It's it's an it's an album. They can. It's it's not your typical just headbang music. This is just fucking. It's it's extremely technical. Yeah, yeah. The way it's all put together. You can fucking dance. You can goddamn boogie. You can fucking groove. Oh man, every moment of that album. There's twists and turns and brick walls and uh, it's an album that every time you listen to it. Uh, there's just all like you said. There's so much to digest. Yeah, you, you you'll you're like I didn't hear this before. Right. You'll notice a uh, different like hey, it's, you'll forget some of the stuff. It's got that man. lounge sound to it. Yeah, God, Jesus, yeah, fuck, man. Oh man, it's so good, so fucking good. Such a great album. Oh yeah. And let's see, uh, what else came out? Let's see, uh. I'm working up for the ones that are no, I kind of listen to them, like them. They're good. Uh, John Five Center, dude, that's so good. That man. actually is extremely good. Oh, man. Man. it's just because it's, it's just an acoustic album, but but uh, damn, it's not acoustic. Uh, maybe you meant to say instrumental. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, instrumental. Oh my but, god, is that? Uh, what that? What's the second song in there? That shit, fuck. Oh yeah, I got that bitch up here. But yeah, he's got it. It is a fucking shredding album. Oh, dude, is this it? is like okay? You like Buckethead? Well, let's hear John Five do the same thing. It's like shredding out, and he's oh yeah, uh, for I have sinned. The second track, I dig the first track though. Welcome oh, yeah. to the island with the uh, we're all misfits here. We're all misfits here. We're all misfits here. 
like, I love all the, uh, like, hell, that track called Land of Misfit Toys. But, man, how about that cover of Crazy Little Thing Called Love? Dude, that was so fucking awesome. Wow. You never, that's, like, you, like how could... What song you would never, you would not even picture Crazy Little Thing called, uh, called Love and, and it's metal. Like all, I mean, the song's already rockabilly-ish and country-ish already, but man, I don't know, the, the way... You meddled it up, but the thing is, they still kind of kept it a slow tempo, too. Yeah, and then... That was awesome. Man, no vocals on there, and it's... You just, God, but you still... I still heard like... Wait a minute, I'm like, they're using the lead guitar for the vocal bits, and I've heard millions of people do this stuff before, but man, just hearing it in this song, uh, I thought was really fucking great, and isn't there another cover on here? Um, uh, I think the last, um, Georgia On My Mind. Yes, yeah, Georgia On My Mind, and that's really fucking good, yeah. too. Yeah, that was it, yeah, because that's a Georgia... It's always on my mind. It's a country fucking song. Yeah, and he fucking made it into a shredding metal and song. Like, um, I had read an interview uh, that John Five did about this album. And uh, he talks about, you know, kind of do, getting it ready and stuff. And apparently he, I might be wrong, but he wanted a sample of jo uh, James Brown for K Pasa. And I guess they couldn't get the uh, sample cleared, so he called up, um, or he hooked up with uh, Dave Mustaine. Yeah, that good old booklet smell. <laughs> but he hooked up with Dave Mustaine, and uh, he was like, you know what, man, I'm going to get Dave Mustaine to do this. And basically, he's just doing a sample thing, which, yeah, like, if you look at it, when you listen to the song, you're like, what? What is Dave Mustaine really even doing here? All he's doing is, K-Pasa people, K-Pasa, K-Pasa people, K-Pasa. And it's like, it kind of feels a little repetitive when it gets to the Dave Mustaine bits. But, I mean, man, it's such a cool song. Uh, I just, I love John Five's playing style. and it, That's just weird. It, it would just be such good metal if you actually had lyrics to go with it. I can just imagine how good it could be. Right, and I'm, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm cool with the Shred album, man. Such... I'm cool. Such talent that he was kind of wasted in Marilyn Manson. Damn, damn sure was. His, like there was nothing. There is nothing technical about Manson's music. Trust me, I know because I was in a uh, Manson cover band for many years, and me and Nick played shit out of everything. Yeah, I, I learned like every song on like his first and four fucking albums. Every guitarist every age. What's the first song you learned? Sweet dreams. Yeah, sweet dreams, and that was like that was the when man I was like thirteen, and. That's when I really first started getting serious about playing guitar. I remember when I first learned how to play that riff. I remember thinking that was the coolest shit. I was like, yeah, man, I know how to play this. It's such a hard thing to do. And, like, my when I look back at it, it's silly because it is not hard. But at, at a as a beginner... No, for a beginner, it would be. Yeah, that, as a beginner, I was like, man, that shit was hard to fucking learn. Until you learn it's just <laughs> actually keep your fingers in the same damn chord and just do like this the whole damn time. Man... But, uh, but props to those who can actually play the solo, though. You know, it's either solo. I can know. I know most of the solo. I think I can go about that far. It, I think I can't remember. I think it's really just a uh, rock scale. 
most solos it's, are. It's, it's, you know, it's usually that's what it is, a, six, a scale you play on. Scale. But yeah, no, man, it's just that's it's really good, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, it's what like, what else? He's like the Buckethead of shredding with metal. And That's all Buckethead does to get metal too. How high the Moon Creep Show, damn it, dude, it's so good. They should be. A, they need a Buckethead and him need to do a music together. Yeah, see, and that would just be hard to do. I know, because like they're both like I would like instead of instead of like an album, like maybe a song together, like a dueling guitar. That's what I'm saying, song, that, that would be rad. Awesome. Like instead of dueling banjos, like duel, or hell, they should play on banjos, like dueling right, banjos. Right, and that would be fucking. Because look, though, John Five is a hardcore grass motherfucking player too, man. So he he could probably shred like a motherfucker on a banjo, dude. Because when you hear him, like, dude, when it, there was a video I saw about a year or two ago. It was like uh, professional uh, in, uh, musicians play toy instruments. And John oh, Five was on there playing some little Hello Kitty guitar or something. And was just shredding on the bluegrass shit on this toy-ass guitar. I was like, god damn, dude, that shit is fucking cool. But, yeah, uh, what the, I forgot to mention that Peter Chris. Of goddamn Kiss plays drums on Georgia on my mind on here, which is uh, interesting. It's interesting, but at the same time, it's like, but an album with no singing or anything, the only thing that really stands out is the fucking guitar. Yeah, like, I mean, and, and it's supposed to definitely. Oh, yeah, it's supposed it's to be a yeah. rocking ass out. It's a driving album all the, all the way. I mean, you don't even see the other people on anywhere so unless you look in the book. Yeah, because John Five the creatures. Is the creatures, but I mean, the creatures who are. Like the, who, the, the faces creatures. Goals. I mean, yeah, this it's is like just goals. This is just John Five diddling. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, okay. Uh, Eve Six, Grim Value. Eve Six dropped an album. They dropped an album. Oh, not like the greatest fucking album. I mean, because I still think. Uh, I just love the first one. I like Horoscope. Horoscope. I love Horoscope. Although I do like the couple I songs. I haven't heard any after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's pretty. I think we kind of. That was like one of those guilty pleasures we all had back then because it wasn't really fucking in our wheelhouse of music. Well, I haven't. I mean, I mean, I haven't heard any albums after no, the mean, first one. In they actually, I think there's a couple. There's quite a few. I, I think, think there are. But of course, the second one right after the fucking horoscope is the one that's got put hard in a blender one. No, no, that's on the first one. Oh yeah, the first with one. The fly no, yeah, no. or whatever. Is yeah, there a fly it, on there? You know, it's a fl- yeah, it's a fly on the edge with God, the music. This white logo. God, I love that song. That I man, that's that, one of my mother. That was fucking emo music before, but that's like, it's in the same category of uh, Papa Roach. So that's why that's yeah, that, that self-hating kind of new metal before the pre-emo I don't music. Know, man, I I think it's closer. To, I don't I I don't think there's any new metal or emo. Oh, it's definitely yeah, emo. It's you can hear it. Far I love it. No, this one is good, man. As far as musical style, though, I wouldn't call it that. Because uh, to me, it's closer to just alt-rock, man. 90s alt-rock. Dude. Yeah, but that's, I mean, it was the precursor to some of that emo music. It really is. Because you, you can hear some of the influence later bands. But no, this one, it's, uh, it's kind of reminiscent. Of, it's kind of like when Bush came out with their new album. It just sounded like... Like that's 90s, still early 2000 Bush. Kingdom, that's fucking, that's a, that's a great album. I still The more you listen to it, the more you really fucking like it. Damn, yeah. I didn't know Eve 6 was dropping something. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't nothing spectacular. I mean, it's just like any of those other bands we just listen to. It's just like, they're still making things. You're just like, wow, I didn't know they were still fucking making music. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe have a couple listens. Not bad. I mean, it's nowhere on level. Or maybe it is, and it's just, you know, We've now grown out. We've, our tastes have expanded so much where horoscope would be now today. Be like, 
That's interesting, but eh. But I love horoscopes. So that's one of the reasons why it, it's on par-ish. Mm. Somewhere in between. True. But not bad. No, nowhere near bad. Yeah, you gotta give a listen. Okay, now one that is really good that, that came out, I know you would love it. You need to listen to it. Uh, that Handsome Devil came out with the I new one. I still gotta hear that shit, because I've heard about are these dudes for a while. Dude, yeah, it's so fucking... As far as the title of the songs that. I, go, I call it I, Halloween music. You know? it, it is. It sounds it's like perfect it's, Halloween party music. It's man. if you make you, know, you make surfer with lounge with that fucking. You know, they're, of course, that they're Halloween up there music. with uh, cabaret uh, or not cabaret Voltaire. Goddamn, I'm sorry, y'all. Voltaire and I can never pronounce his last name, but we always called him Voltaire before he started using his last name. Oh yeah, name. Voltaire Arioli. That's what it is. Yeah. Arolia or some I bullshit. Not pronounced. It's always called Voltaire. Yeah, every, every, any shit. But yeah, it's up there with that. Like to me, perfect Halloween music. It is. It's really fucking good. But it had that really good, uh, that good surfer sound. And it's it's a, the best way I can say it is like it's very gloomy sounding the whole way through. It's, yeah. It sounds good. And I, oh, I, I like date rape. Uh, there's a little. Like, it's like an announcement. It's crazy. I It's weird. It's, I'm like, what the hell? Uh, I was hoping they'd do a whole song, but it's just like one of those in between things. I was like, oh, damn. Speaking, of, speaking of date rape, I oh, was God. at work. Wow, what a trend. Speaking of rape. <laughs> I was at work this morning, right? And um, me and my buddy Chris were, uh, were just chilling. And. Um, we heard a whistle, like somebody just blowing a whistle. It sounded like someone was blowing a whistle. And I was like, man, do you hear that? Who the fuck's, who the fuck's whistling over there? He's like, oh, no, they're just, they ain't whistling really very good. And I was like, no, it don't sound like mouth whistling. I'm like, it sounds like, you know, one of those whistles, uh, 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 like a rape whistle. And he goes, God damn, that's the first whistle you go to? God damn it. <laughs> he, said, he said, not like, you know, a coach whistle or a police whistle. Now you go straight to rape whistle. There's something getting raped out there. Oh there you go. They dropped an album last year that's pretty fucking good. Oh, 
Uh, see, ooh, what else came out last year? Uh, Rob Zombie, the Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse yeah, Conspiracy. Oh, Fucking, dude, that's that such a cool album. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great way to. It's just. It's cool, cool man. man. It's just one of those like <laughs> when you fucking first hit or hear, hear Hellbilly Deluxe, you're like, man, that's fucking cool. You just picture the fucking the counterculture style in there, and this one just it's the exact same thing, and it's fucking yeah, awesome, dude. dude. It's so counterculture. Oh man, I am. I'm. I'm. Just, I'm a Rob Zombie fan until the day I die. Yeah, this is one of the best ones he's made fan. in quite a few years. I mean, yeah, they've like, all been good since lately, but this is the one that really harkens back to yeah, Hellbilly Deluxe days. The post white zombie, right when you start getting to that really fucking serial killer sounding fucking backwoods house of a thousand corpses music. That's what this sounds like, this but, is but great. with the sci-fi twist sound. That's the way I always see it's like the sci-fi twist, like one of those cheesy sci-fi horror flicks. Yeah, based old, in the old West. monster movies. Fucking oh man, it's just so good, dude. All the way through, it is. It's entertaining. There's a lot, lot of different stuff going on. A lot of, a lot of. Normal zombie stuff Rob going zombie on. Shit going on that thing. Uh, John Five really gets to uh, shine, and I think John Five going into Rob Zombie really helped him out. He got to he really got he to show, showcase his skill. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I mean, Hell Zombie got most of the fucking Marilyn Manson's band. Yeah, you got Ginger Fish in there now. Yeah, and, I mean some uh, of the best members in. They really shine with Rob Zombie, and this is one of those albums that really showcase it very well. Yeah, and man, this one's John shit. does have a good that good southern sound, so he yeah. plays folk that folksy bluesy sound, and he does a damn good job with Zombie because that's what it's got behind the background of it. Yeah, man, so good. Damn, I mean, you get some crunchy shit on there, so yeah, dude. All the, the vocals way are crunchy. It sounds like it's being played through yeah, a two man. And I like it when he when Zombie uses his redneck voice when he sings, oh, yeah. man. God damn, dude. And that's a true, we all know that's his, his uh, acting voice, because his real voice, like when they did an interview at his house, he's like the most coolest, laid back, like yeah, Southern California like kind of chill ass person. dude. He's got like a surfer dude voice, but when he does this serial killer backwoods voice, it's fucking, it's good, like, you want to get fucked up and do some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's so good. God, that album's great. And what a, what a, what a great, um... So I was hyped for that thing, man, because I had pre-ordered that bitch the moment he announced. That was October of 2020, man. Mm-hmm. I waited a minute for that shit to come in, and it was, it did not fucking disappoint. No, and except the, we only got what two, two teaser songs. We got King. Uh, yeah, there was like two that I know of. It, it was, there was King, uh, um, King Nothing King, and um, no, The yeah. Wolf, something Wolf. Yeah, like, like the two we got that um, he released. Is it listed on the back here? Um, the Howling Man. The Howling Man, yeah. Um, and I had listened to... I normally only listen to one song, you know, uh, when they release. Uh, but I listened to The Howling Man after King Nothing. Just I mean, look at that. I mean, literally, you got more zombie shit up here than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cradle of Filth finally joined. I got a little bit of Poppy. Uh, Ghost, uh, I got, I, God, this is such a good poppy. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. Fucking love that one, man. I like it more than that one, I mean. <laughs> I, oh, I absolutely do, too. That's fucking Yeah, good. I mean, that's a decent Christmas album, but I listened to it once. I was hoping when her new album came out it was going to be more like this one, but it was. And that's more in-between, although it was still very, very good, but I still prefer to eat. 
I'm glad. I'm the, the way I look at it. I'm glad we got uh, an extended version of I disagree, and then eat yeah. to kind of hold to to fill that heavy void. And I'm glad, and I love the fact that uh, Flux is so different. It um, was. It, it, was, it, it not that yeah, feels a different. It felt very Jack off Jill like. Very like, Jack off Jill. Like, like early night. Like this, it's just the way it sounded it was so good. Mm-hmm. But Flux is such a great song. I get Jack off Jill. I get Baruch Assault from that album. I get. Uh, I even get like on that one track the the shoegaze vibe. I get that. I get the, some my bloody bloody Valentine bits in there. Like it's such a good fucking album, man. All the way through. Oh yeah. I mean it's. I said, <laughs> that's before my like, he's going, <laughs> the chair farts. Yeah, the chair farts. Yeah, no, that poppy's really fucking good. Ooh. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man. But yeah, it wasn't bad. It, was, it wasn't good as, I mean, I, I won't say it wasn't good, because it was very good. Just it wasn't metally like I liked. But, yeah. I mean, of course, well, since we're talking about, you know, of course, Flux is on there, too. Oh, yeah, so yeah, right. Of course it is. I mean, because... It was Poppy. Ever since you got me onto it, especially when he's like, hey, here's this, when, uh, Concrete, I was like, okay, I can listen to this. And that fucking album fucking bangs. And, yeah, you know, dude. Beat, I was like, yes, yes, more I of this. Know, more I did this. not know how you would feel, man. Because when I told you guys, because you, you guys knew about Poppy, because I would show y'all the that weird, weird videos, videos And then when the music she did come out really was like, wow, this is just like, yeah, Spears, Brit pop kind yeah, of bullshit. So like, that, like, like okay, the, the shit on Poppy Doc computer but is like, it, whoa. Yeah, it Poppy. didn't. It didn't freak me out. Real you, know, you also were a very, you're a big Spice Girls fan, anyway. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. So I'm like, well, that's definitely in Travis Wellhouse. But when you fucking played Concrete, you're like, oh my god, this chick does fucking metal. I didn't know how either of y'all would feel, man. Cause I was like, look, y'all listen to this fucking album we're reviewing it this weekend, and man, I did I mean, not know what y'all were gonna. It should have like. been easy since you know we liked fucking um, baby metal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. got that metal, and then you got that that bright, happy, poppy sound. So this one actually just had a chick who's English. Who's yeah, yeah, yeah. The other side. Chewy, chewy, yummy, yummy, yummy. That shit is so good, man. I, I'm a poppy fan all the goddamn. And I'm flux, like you said, man. I, I really love the fucking very Jack off Jill vibes. You get that. It's just that. It's it's. I don't know. It's not like I said. It wasn't the very. It's not metally at all. There's nothing even. Would you even consider metal? Well, really there's was, metal on there. I mean, but not metal, like no, the not metal like, from the previous. Thing. No, that's what I'm saying. That's that was metal. This is this is hard rock. But it was, like I said, it was like it had that jack off Jill kind of kitty kind of feel, just the female rocker vibe. And I loved the you know just the kind of underlying the way it dragged out the underlying. There was like pain. Cause I guess it was one of those things where she was trying to change up her style from like she's like. You said, like, with Concrete, she, uh, because, the, what was that? Guy? Yeah, Titanic Sinclair. Yeah. What a bastard. Fucking abusing all that shit. Yeah. She yeah. finally was able, yeah, this, yeah, Flux is just a really good song. The video for it, fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, that's such a cool, I very video. Very awesome. Fucking weird and trippy. Goddamn. The video for her is really cool. Uh, man, her is so good. Oh, her is very God fucking damn. good. Yeah, that was great. I thought I thought the the album matched expectations because I like I said I figure E was like kind of one off to hold off the the metal crew. You know, like I'm gonna give you guys this because you might 
be on the fence about what I'm about to drop. Oh yeah, because well, like with concrete, it was sort of in it had a little bit of both. It was metal and the bright poppiness and that kind of pop hip music. Hip-hop-y kind of shit. Oh yeah, that one song that was very hip-hop-y. Because uh, it sounds good in my truck. But this one was like fucking just hard. Eat was hard. You know, real yeah, Eat metal. Was, man, Eat so was heavy. so metal. And then Flux came out. Then this, like I said, this is that, that like I said, Her, that, is, that sounds like Jack Off Jill would have done that. It sounds like a Jack Off Jill song. Like straight up. But Flux, you know, Flux is more of that fucking, um, uh, what was that other fucking female rocker back from the, that, about the early 90s and whatnot, uh, they're in the same par with, uh, Jack Off Jill. Uh, I can't fucking remember. It's been so long since I even listened to them. Well, whatever. Either way. Oh, no. Uh, Although, Celebrity Skin is a fucking awesome song. I it, love Hole Man. It, it, it is. Yeah, she man. she only probably really wrote on fucking Kurt Cobain's coattails to get where she is. Because literally, it was just a female version. I can see myself shooting heroin with Courtney Love. Oh, <laughs> God, you'd be like, yes, this has probably been mm, Kurt Cobain's song. Let me see your track marks. It's like, ooh, which one, had, which one did Kurt have uh, shared the needle with you on that one? You know he fucking did heroin. He, that man had to have done it. I think all of them did it. It, it, it. Most of them did it in the grunge scene, man. Yeah. I still think that bitch killed him. Or it had Very something to do with his death. Very well could have. We'll never know. I mean, he did go out with a bang. <laughs> hey. I, I, honestly, though, I can imagine, though, if he actually never died, it probably wouldn't have the same effect. Because you... They'd have probably just done one more album as well. You remember and you heard broke the, up. You heard the fucking shit that came, people released where he had his that last song. That last song was great. At, his uh, experimental you, you stuff. No, you're right. No, oh, no. Oh, you're talking about the weird, the weird experimental the music he was talking and shit. Where he was talking about this. This is where he wanted to take Nirvana. I mean, it could have been the rest of the band, but like, oh hell no, we ain't talking about this shit. Beans, beans, beans. Jesse wants some beans. Yeah, he hit that shit was weird. And I, Kirk, who knows, maybe it was fucking, uh, the rest of the fucking band was like, you know what, this guy's had to go, he's about to ruin our fucking name. <laughs> they Tupac'd his ass. But I guess technically he died before Tupac? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like so, I mean, technically, Tupac got Kurt Cobain? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. No, uh, so, uh, you know, of course, Poppy, all right, so moving on, we got... Okay, uh, The Offspring, Let the Bad Times Roll. Wow, I did not expect that. To okay, so, well, and like I said, it's not horrible. Okay. It's shitty what they did to, uh, what's his name, the drummer. That was bullshit. I don't know. Greg great K? You mean, that man? guy's better. <sighs> oh, yeah. He's the drummer, but. The no. What they, oh, I'm thinking of the bassist. No. Because they fucked him over, too. Yeah, well, they, they really fucked the, uh, the drummer, because. Yeah, because uh, you can't go on tour. They, you're like, oh, it's, it was mutual. No, it wasn't. They pushed that guy out. They fucking more or less said, you're fired, just accept it, and let's go our ways. And that's what they fucking did to his ass. That was so fucking shitty. What they uh, Spin Doctors fired their bassist of 30-something years for uh, not getting the vaccine either. Technically, they are that fuck. They are that liberal college rock band from the fucking nineties. So yeah, it probably makes sense. But 
It, it just seems so weird that the band that's supposed to be punk and against authority wants to fucking get in line with authority. But then you gotta look at it this way, too. They're still gonna make money. And... The drummer's way in the back, man. That man wouldn't have fucking been... <laughs> yeah, he is, he's social distancing like a motherfucker. I mean, he's way back too. over there. I mean, and then they go to places and they expect... Oh, you got like, what, 10,000 fucking fans? And what are the odds that are fucking bullshit lying? They're like, oh, it's moving, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, the guy's... You could have fucking put a goddamn fucking spit guard around the guy. You could have Tommy lead his ass up, man, back there. <laughs> that was wrong what they did to the poor guy. I mean, I don't give a fuck what anybody's... Preferences. I got vaccinated, but that was for a gift card. He got vaccinated. I caught the shit. <laughs> hey, I like that fucking meme. You like the last of your friends fighting off the fucking uh, COVID, and you like the fucking scene from fucking Walking Dead. Like, oh, the zombies around. It's like, fuck no, get off me. No, I think me and Zach are like, nope, nope. <laughs> Still, my wife got it. I yeah. didn't get it. Damn. Um, but man, I don't know. Talk about the album. Okay, so, uh, beer. um, like I said, the, but the bad times roll. The song itself, the title track, I'm so-so on that one. It's not bad, but it's not that great. It's kind of like on the level of, uh, Original Jokester. Not a bad song, but it's like, man, it's just a cheesy. Yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but I mean, I like the style with it. I mean, I love the, the artwork. Well, I wish that they did the the, uh, the artist, the original style with the hand-drawn art. I think that would have been really cool with the, the chick and the fucking thing, because it kind of would have reminded you of uh, Americana with the fucking, uh, the... The Hindu. Yeah, that, 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 one, that, that, cool. one, that one picture was very similar to uh, It was, because she had all the hands with like different, the yeah, gun, different things and shit. just like going on. They could have done that with the art where like the, the cool fucking cartoon style, I think it would have been better, but. It did have that kind of. Just, I don't know, that song was just not that. I didn't like it that much. <laughs> I'm not saying like this like album's like fucking amazing. I don't like it that great. I mean, it's. It's not bad for what Offspring has done in a, for a while now, because you know we had they've had some pretty bad turds. They've had some lately. <laughs> I mean, they, and that's one of them for me, man. Yeah, I mean, cause it, it's the closest we've gotten uh, back to getting close to conspiracy one in uh, Americana. Because well, they went back, they, they they went back to that formula, that same style where they play that music. It just it's not as good as fucking Americana. That Americana. Smash, because I got lists. What do you mean, Zach? We were all supposed to do that we, fucking we're, thing. We're still I still on the side of my fridge. I got the breakdown, and I got my number one. I can't now we got to add that one too. We're playing. We're still talking about doing the Rink the Offspring album. Yeah, we get to it. And it wasn't. And you know what's funny? It wasn't the fucking virus. Cause we were like, fuck that. We're still hanging out. It was Travis working every fucking day of the week. Mm-hmm. That's what fucking put us. That's what I fucked a lot of videos up last year, man. And then I started, and halfway through the year, I'm like, oh, great, now i got to do the same shit. <laughs> Luckily for me, that's finally over. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, like I said, if I had to be like, oh, like, oh, top ten, no, this song would not, this album wouldn't be in the top ten of what I liked last year. It's just, it's in the list of things that I listened to last year that's, you know, well, I mean, there's a ton of shit coming out, and you... I was to a couple times because it came out because we were me and Zach were both very hopeful for it. I don't know how he felt about it, but 
give or take, you know, I, I can take it or leave it. It's not like I'm like, man, I'm not jonesing to listen to Let the Bad Times Roll. And then after the stunt, they pulled with one of their own old, older, one of their oldest members. I can't remember. I think they've gone through a couple of drummers. Yeah, well. He's been yeah. around for a while. Yeah, they've gone through, because the original drummer left, what was it, before um, Splinter? Yeah. Uh, and. So he's not like, but I mean, still, I mean, that, that's kind of shitty. Shit what they with did the bassist is like, damn. Oh, yeah, that was. You know, like, that dude's been there since the beginning. Yeah, you, know? you, you. Like, really? It's like when you fucking, it's like losing original members of Blink-182 or Slipknot. Once they're gone, it's just, it ain't the same. Just, well, I don't know, Blink-182 was kind of shitty with the original guys. Wow. <laughs> Toward the end. Was it, really, for me, the only thing, the only albums I really loved from them was fucking uh, so, Duke like, Ranch and fucking uh, Enema of the State. Take off your pants and jackets like the last Blink I really did. Yeah, it's just, I mean, sometimes you're like, yeah, take a leave it. I did. I remember when we reviewed that Offspring album last year, and I was like, you know what, you guys, I'll do the car test. I'll see how this album is when I'm driving. And I tried. Man, did I try. And I was like, this album does nothing for me. You know, that's why fucking Bad Habit is one of those songs you should never listen to while driving your car. Yeah. That song is like, yeah, Florida Mouth, fuck you, out of my way. Oh, yeah. Okay, so moving on. Let's see what else we got on this list. Ooh, so we're almost done. Um, Limp Biscuit still sucks. Man, I still got to listen to this. This is pretty much the top ones, yeah. So, dude, so awesome. Uh, the first half of the album, fucking, it, it, Limp Biscuit bang, just the old school Limp Biscuit, really good shit. Then it kind of turns more into that, his soft country rock, that soft music he started doing, like, about the time, uh, after. Well, uh, anything after fucking chocolate, uh, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water turned into that stuff I never listened to. But yeah, I know that. It's uh, that, that, that results may vary. Results may vary. Yeah, shit. it kind of got that soft realm, except for a couple of things. But my favorite one was a skit where it was just an interview where somebody was interviewing fucking Wes Borland, and the whole time they're like, get, uh, interviewed, asked a question, watch like, yes. Yes, <laughs> it's just fucking amazing. That and then you know one of the favorite moments is like when we were watching uh, Lollapalooza. I was watching it at Zach's house, and the fucking you're playing. It was Limp Bizkit doing it, and the dude dad vibes, and the fucking he gets over there on this fucking side stage where there's the interpreter doing the fucking hand sign. <laughs> that shit was amazing. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is so great. And just the way he dresses for Lollapalooza for his new album. He's got this old dad look. He's got the fucking he looks so weird with hair. Thought, is that a wig or is that his actual hair? I, it's, I just got to be wig because I don't think he's turned completely white yet. But, I mean, he could be. He's kind of up there. I mean, he just looks weird with hair, man. And Wes Borland, always when I picture Wes Borland back in the day, he kind of reminded me like John Five and Wes Borland kind of had that, that tall, skinny face makeup thing. Wes Borland got chunky. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's kind of filled out there. I mean, he's old. You know, he's grown, You know, he's an older man now. But he was wearing <laughs> whatever the fuck he was wearing. I'm like, does look kind of right on the guy who's kind of got that dad body. <laughs> you don't wear a leather corset. <laughs> <laughs> I look at things and stuff. But it was, 
Yeah, it's I love it. Dad vibes, just a fucking banging song. It's on the level of like fucking like. Nifty. I dug it when when uh, when I first heard it. I was like, all right, yeah, I'm it, cool with it, this. It's a good album. It's like, yeah, I, I could dig this. It's, I wish there was more of that fucking really cool old school and biscuit music to the whole album, but it wasn't bad. Like I said, you just, that's what the fast forward button is. You skip. I was listening to the the Soulfly album a couple days Soul ago. Soulfly, goddamn it! And uh, it got to the one where uh, Fred Durst features on there. I was like, damn, this is cool. Yeah, well, I started listening to all those Limp Bizkit albums. I started forgetting about like, oh yeah, all the family was a response to the song that Limp Bizkit did with Corn on it because uh, Jonathan Davis did a song with them on fucking uh, back in the day. Yeah, what was it on? That was on three dollar. Three dollar bill, y'all. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I don't remember the family, man. Yeah. What uh, you thinking, little raggedy man? Doing all you can, little, a diss, little raggedy man. I, I love, I love those diss albums. <laughs> That's a cool little diss song, man. And it, I'll it, fuck you. And I'll suck and you. And I'll bite fuck <laughs> you. And I'll lick <laughs> your little dick, my friend. What? Say what? Say what? Say what? <laughs> that shit gets out there, man. Dude, yeah, that shit right there out there. Yes. Let's see, um, okay. Okay, yeah, so also came out last year. It was Oh the Horror Meets Blades. Oh, I, I do like it, some of the Oh the Horror that I've heard. Okay, so I, I started, I heard this album, and I was like, cool, and I checked out the rest of Oh the Horror, and it's weird. They're kind of, they'll do their songs that kind of like fucking your ICP style twisted kind of music. And then over here will be music that sounds like fucking Good Charlotte or one of these emo <laughs> bands did it. I'm like, wow, they they switched from horrorcore rappers to fucking emo, you know, emo, emo, screamo band. I'm like, that is weird. So it's, and even on one album, it bounces between. I'm like, okay, I like this. Not quite sure I like this at all. But, but yeah, yeah, when they do, oh, the bla- meet the blaze, you know, because the blaze is, you know, it's... It's cool. He's like one of those old school rappers. Always hung out with, uh, you know, you, you do with uh, yeah. you know, the Juggalos, but you know, Blaze is one of the one of the old old fucking old ICP old ICP rappers. When uh, they're like, "Hey, cool, we're white guys. See, we're cool. We rap with a black guy. Here's our black guy, Blaze." He, he damn. Is is Blaze a white dude or a black dude? Big black guy. I thought. I thought he was a white guy. Oh, who am I fucking thinking of, Josh? I'm thinking Blaze Your Dead Homie. Yeah, Blaze, oh yeah, Blaze Your Dead Homie, yeah, yeah, but no. Because I was listening to his first album, and I was like, ooh, this guy sure does say the N-word a lot for a white dude. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fucking good, I mean, it's a a really short album, it's kind of like, because y'all got the axe and everything. And it's, you know, just like a bunch of guys, like, almost Scooby-Doo-esque. Their car breaks down next to a graveyard, and fucking Blaze is, like, the keeper of the fucking graveyard. <laughs> He's been there for, like, 500 years and shit. Red. And zombies are coming out of the grave, and fucking they gotta fight the shit off. And that is fun. It, it's just a little, it's a little, it's like a Scooby-Doo, if it's Scooby-Doo horror with rap, horror rappers. Horror fun, man. Horror it, it is. Horror can get really fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. He's checked, it's episode worth a check out. I mean, it's... If you like emo, fucking good Charlotte kind of fucking My Chemical Romance, emo music style music, and you like horrorcore rap, oh, the horror works. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Okay, so my second favorite album that came out last year 
Tetrarch, unstable. That album kicked ass. Dude, that was that was one hundred percent. That could have came out in late nineties, early two thousands, and it would have fit in perfectly. You yeah. would not have noticed the difference. <laughs> yeah. You know, had a black a black chick as a backup singer and guitarist, or she plays bass or something, and a white guy, and they're all angsty about being teens, and oh, it's like, wow, so 90s fucking new metal. Yeah, that man, I turned that album on, dude, I was like, wow. I said, this shit is 2001, man, the album. Yeah, it's exactly shit. That's what 2001, 2002 sounded like to me. It's like, you Holy know, these kids fuck. grew up listening to bands like fucking Corn, Limp Bizkit, Flaw, all this like, fucking this God metal. Damn, this damn. album sounds like high school. Fucking A, dude. Like, I'm an angsty teen, nobody <laughs> gets me. <laughs> I was like, wow, and I dug it, man. Like, what's so crazy, man, is like, I've always dug some new metal, I was, you know, and uh, I always dug a little bit of the pop punk. It's weird that, like, right now, I am weirdly nostalgic for both. Because we're getting older. Yeah, dude. And now, the sad part is, you look back, like, how long ago was that? I was like, oh my god, it was like... 20-something years. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just, and it's so cool still seeing that there's... It's still alive. It's cool that new metal is getting a resurgence now, man. And that people are and allowing it's not even it. A, and it's not even a bad resurgence. Because, like I said, yeah. Tetrarch is proof that, that it's fucking good. The genre, for me, what, the worst thing about the genre was that it got oversaturated. And then uh, the bro, the annoying, toxic-ass fucking bro people kind of took it over. Like the fan, on it, the fan it spectrum. Was also, not just that, it was just how fast took over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it burned out over quick. quick it, like it burned out. 98, it took about... 98 through 2000, you got 2001, you had your best one, when you got the fucking system of down, corn, limp biscuits, Think around 2002, you were starting to feel the fucking fatigue. And by by the about end time of 2003, good Charlotte started coming out. Yeah, once, once they started to, once like the quick. pop punk bands started to shift toward the emo bands. Yeah, that, that's um, when it was dead. It was, yeah. And emo which, killed fucking new metal. Emo <laughs> so, killed the new metal star. Yeah, I, that that's the weird part about it. It's just like, cause I remember like the, your the little story, like you like you're looking at music in the uh, FYI, and you're like you're looking. At, I'm just looking at the names. You like you saw uh, the My Bloody Valentine or was it a Bullet for My Valentine? Uh, and you said, like, man, that sounds, like, so good. And then you, like, listen to it. You're like, oh, what the hell Oh, is yeah, this? you're talking about, um, what the hell was that? A static lullaby. Uh, yeah, you're like, dude, these bands have fucking amazing fucking names. Yeah, I was like, dude, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, I got it off of that BMG club. Yeah. Because I was like, man, this sounds great, dude. A, uh, a, a sip of wine chased with cyanide and... and Wow, that sounds so cool, man. I was like... I, then when you listen to it, you're like, what? This, like, is, this sucks. It's like, you took the part, you know, because you know, there's some whininess to the music and new metal, but you got some good metal and shit behind it. And that's the word. It's groovy shit. It's groovy shit. Man. This just kept the whininess and fucking made it poppy. And like what I've been saying for ages, man, new metal was, was a playground where... Like, sometimes it was a little more on the industrial side. Sometimes it was a little more on the groove metal side. Sometimes on it was hip -hop. a little more on the hip-hop side. Yeah. Like, Limp there were so many, there were so many different versions of new metal. Because Slipknot kind of fell into that more on the really just more metal side, but it still technically fell into the category, at least in the starting, beginning. Me and my friends would still consider it part of the new metal scene, because you came out with their self-entitled. Yeah. Huh? At least the earlier Slipknot. Oh yeah, like you know, the uh, self-entitled in Iowa. 
Iowa is one of my favorite fucking ones. And damn, um, fuck, because like Orgy gets lumped into new metal, and to me they were fairly industrial. Yeah, Orgy's always been synthwave. Uh, same thing with Static X. To me, they're an industrial band, but it's the the sound is definitely rooted in new metal. Like yeah. those riffs. Well, hell, or new metal's really just more. It's just it's an umbrella more, term it's just for a, me. Yeah, it was to me. New metal was always just so like really a, just describe that new sound yeah, new of metal, metal that was coming. Yeah. Because you had the industrial metal. Because uh, to me, I think you know, industrial metal has been around before new metal. Mm-hmm. So new metal was like, hey, let's take this kind of... Yeah, let's take some, this, some of this. Ooh, let's get some of this hip-hop rap. And yeah. some lyrics are more rappy. That's why I... Because like, when Korn first dropped, man, there was nothing on, on in the planet that sounded like that. When, when uh, Hell, even through most of the fucking late 90s into the early 2000s, yeah, Korn was... Still, you they were like the first. Yeah, yeah, they were like the first one. I mean, you had you had a little bit of rap mainstream. There might have been some good underground. We don't mm, know about. Yeah, and then but like Corn to be the first ones to really break out in there uh, when that first album dropped. Nothing sounded like that at all. Not that and paint. It's got that fucking that that really kind of weird sounding industrial metal sound. That's just more of digital, more of a digital industrial sound with. That, that kind of teen angst that he Jonathan Davis brought into the, the lyrics wise. I didn't call any of that industrial though. No, a, di- a digital style. Because it's because you, you, you know they, they, the bass slaps and everything is so more twanginess, but you add, make it a digital sound. Like the drums are like definitely rooted in hip hop, man. Oh yeah, the drums that are definitely. first album, and the bass is like oh god that bass. The, is so the slap, it's his, it's his that, slapping that, style. The is slap so and cool. you, you, well, you can the hear the. Sound. That's what I'm saying. It has an industrial sound to that bass, but more of a digital vert. Like, you digitize an industrial bass sound. Shit sounds so good. But he brought that, just that teen ink sound with his unique voice. His voice is very unique, too. That's one thing. Gave into it. And they had, like, when you listen to music, it's just like, everything's black. It's like dark. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate everyone around me. This was because emos hated themselves. Corn is more like we hate the fucking world and we hate our parents. We don't hate ourselves. We just we're not going to kill ourselves if Daddy touched me in the wrong spot. Freddie got fingered. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, but like there's a uh, there's a lot of new metal I like, but I I'm not a, a fan of like some of the garbage bands that you know. Some of there's a lot of that's there's a whole lot. Of I don't listen to But I'm glad it's getting a resurgence, man. Even down to where like Corn are cool being called new metal. Like they hated it back then, but like now they're like. Well, yeah, oh, most of those bands didn't want to be called new metal. Huh? Yeah. Like and mm. but it's cool that we're we're at a point now where like people are nostalgic for that sound. New younger people are coming out doing stuff with that sound. Um, I just want some more. Either I want some new Cold Chamber, or I want somebody to come out sounding like Cold Chamber. So that's one thing you need to get into. That's one I of do. Those, I do. To get that's one of those Cold bands Chamber. I love because it's like, it's like, what band did he start doing? The Cold Chamber guy. You know, I don't even fucking remember. Uh, I don't really think I ever listened to it. Cause after health, because he the Cold Chamber guy did a band that is like really they probably big they probably that. all the members probably did something. Because they disappeared for a we while. We saw on the news the one lady from Cold Chamber was, like, missing for a while. Oh, yeah, the chick. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, why can I never remember that dude's name? 
Devil Driver is oh, the yeah. band that he does. That's, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I did, I, I listened to that a little bit. I do like a lot, because uh, one that was great on the, the soundtrack for Resident Evil, Devil Driver did that one song. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's... Yeah, that Tech Dark album's awesome. Dude, it's uh, fucking... Right. It's a banger all the way fucking through. Yeah, like, there were bits of... There were bits there of, like... like one, one or two songs might have been a little on the softer side, but they were still good, but shit. I had... I heard, like, Static X bits oh. here. I heard Linkin Park bits here, you know, and I just... I just heard cool riffs and, and a nostalgic-ass sound from when I was, like, 14, 15 years old. And it's me. I'm, I'm still sitting here, like, where's my new song? Where's my new system down? That's my my number one band of all my life, System of Down, and it just breaks my heart that the fucking Surge is fucking. He actually didn't even like the System of Down sound. He didn't like what was going. He's like, that's not my music. Like, Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Get over yourself. Your fucking solo music sucked. The that first. solo album he dropped last year, though the solo EP he dropped last year, that shit was so good. Man, I did cool. like that one song, the the, the main title oh, track. Oh man, I love. I, I think it was just. Oh, man. See, I loved his solo stuff. His first, uh, "Elect the Dead," was That's fucking. Good album. That is a great album. The one still, after it, I can. I'm not a fan of. Because it one. still sounded like System. That's the reason why I love Scars on Broadway and Darren Malk. Because it's like. It's like three quarters of what you're missing. You Finally know? got that that uh, second Scars on uh, on CD. Fucking, um, I didn't know that he had only released it on his website, yeah, and I he, went on there, and it was sold out, but it said, like, uh, send us your email, and we'll email you when it's back in stock, about a month or so later, a couple months later, boom, and I was like, oh, it's shit, It's so fine. good, I mean, it's just, the only thing it's really missing is Serge's higher pitch, his opposite voice, really, honestly, it sounds straight up a system down, which... Mm. Also went to prove and it. And crazily enough, like to me, that EP Surge dropped last year is probably the closest to System of a Down that his He's solo been to a long time, like yeah. Me. Yeah, it is. Wow, weirdly enough. Yeah, it's one of those because originally it was like Lyricist, that originally it was Surge. But the band always was Darren. Darren started the band. If I remember correctly, could be wrong, but I could have swore it was actually Darren's band. So that's why he was like in control of the money and things, and you know, Serge didn't like it because you know he's like, well, he's the face of the band because he really was. Serge and his voice was the fucking voice in the sound of the band, even though Darren, I always thought Darren had the best voice in it because his shit was so weird. Yeah, I thought both of them together, man. Both of them together was great. It's like fucking Tenacious D, Kyle and Cage, God, have the Rage Cage, and Jack, and uh, number one last year. AXE, Necronomicron 2. Oh, wow, uh, you're throwing the Alazul Elu. Alazul Elu, man, it's fucking... Oh, Jesus Christ, it's so fucking good. Oh, I mean, that one was fun. It's amazing, it's like, it sounds like good old school ICP back in like the Amazing Jekyll days that told the story, and the story is just fucking Evil Dead. So right there, first, it got points for Evil Dead, because I'm a big Evil Dead fan, so is Travis, by his little toys he's got his collection of. Fucking Bruce Campbell is the fucking man. Then it's fucking the guy sounds straight up like one one of the rappers sounds straight up like fucking Violent J. Sounds a lot like hey, Violent J. I thought I had to look up like this, is this Violent J maybe doing something with that? But it wasn't. It's just some three random fat white guys <laughs> with fucking pretty cool looking masks too that changed all the fucking time. And they did a fucking themed one based on Necronomicon, which is Evil Dead. 
and it's actually, like, of course, I found out, I was like, oh, this is a part two to original album. I was like, that's pretty sweet, which led me to that one, which is good, but it's very raw. This one's more refined. But, uh, yeah, I, feel like, I do like the second one better. Well, the second one's far, it's so much more superior to it. It's more refined. But, you know, I'm, it leaves me hoping that they'll do the third one since it'll, since it is like, the end, like it, that's uh, so the cool. end of Evil they Dead 2. They actually did the end of Evil Dead 2 when he falls in the, the car and they're falling. And well, they actually sampled that scene. So that's what that was. That's uh, the actual yeah, sample. I, I thought, like, oh, I'm not going to lie, dude. I thought they just recreated it really well. No. That was the scene they sampled when Bruce Campbell's falling in the fucking ancient Samaria, fucking in the desert. And this Damn. car and shit. And you hear the fucking the bag of weed laughing in the background. That shit, like, dude, it's so awesome. awesome. Just because... Everything about this, because one, the whole album's about fucking, you know, smoking weed. It's evil bag of weed. They get high and they're trapped in the cabin and all that shit. It just reminds me back when me and Travis first hang out and what game we used to play all the fucking time? The Evil Dead games on fucking Xbox. We'd just sit around, fucking smoke weed, play the goddamn game. It was amazing. Yeah, Fistful Blue Set was awesome, man. Oh my god. You, had, you just had a button dedicated to catchphrases. <laughs> you just hit a button and you would yeah, That's what I loved about the first one, man. The first Evil Dead game, the one on PlayStation. It that was, was very Silent Hilly, the too. The Resident Evil clone. Yeah, it was a Resident Evil Silent Hill clone where, where you just kind of. You're trying to find your shit in the fucking cabin. Yeah, I loved that one, dude, but man, it was so hard. It, it was so hard. I, I I had to use the Game Shark to play that motherfucker. Fistful of Boomstick was so cheesy, but it was so yeah, good, story-wise. That was just and awesome. The endings do the whole thing where he goes back in time when he falls asleep, but he said the words wrong, so he wakes up like in Civil War errors. That's why he's got that Civil War shirt. Dude, it's so fucking good. That's why I love this. It's just... It tells a great story. It's fucking... Uh, you know, it's really good fucking horrorcore rapping and the old school ICP style, and it's not ICP. <laughs> it's better than the album ICP did last year. Yeah, but I noticed it's not on my list because I did not like it. Yeah. It was, I mean, I listened to it. I mean, I do like some of the songs on some it. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, like the first two were like fucking, uh, Here Comes the Carnival's like, Here Comes the Carnival's one of the Daddy best songs. Queens, like those yeah, two. Queen. Rest of it, it's just, it seemed like it had such great promise because uh, Fred Fury was such a great Joker card. It was, like, it was a good album for me. It was because you had the two that were, like, together, the EP one that went with it was, like, its home separate yeah, thing. Yeah, the little rat album. The little rat album. That was, was good. so cool. So it was like, it was like, to me it was like winter after winter, and then now it's like... Ugh. And then when they showed the picture of this, the, you know, the Yum Yum Flower, you could see the fucking... The joke card was there. It's like, oh, sweet. So this is all going to tie together. Maybe we're going to get a female rapper, which would have been cool. We don't discriminate. Females can rock off as just as hard as guys. But that was a fucking letdown. It was, man. God, it was. I mean, I feel bad for Von J because the, the guy, you know, I don't even know his real fucking name. Uh, is, uh, is it? There's, there's probably something very white. Joe Bruce. Oh yeah, is it very, Joe Bruce or is he Usler? I can never fucking. I always get. But I, I always call him Jay and Shaggy, and their real names I always get mixed up. I can never remember which something one is, super white. I can probably. never remember which one is like Joey Bruce and which one is Joe or Usler or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I can never remember which is which. But yeah, they're Joes or. But now, maybe that's why that one of the guys' name in fucking Necronomicon is Joe. Because Bill, Joe, and I can't remember that one. But, yeah. 
Oh, that's such a that such a disappointment last year. But on the same day, thankfully, the Limp Bizkit came out. So I was like, ah, well, good. one good thing came out that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it was neither very good at all. It was just like, meh. You'll listen to a couple songs and skip on through to the next ICP album if you ever get around. Yeah, I got so sick of the fucking Shaggy the Airhead on the beat. Devereaux on the beat. Man, it was, it was just not good. It, it, it was just very disappointing. Last year was a really weird time for music. You know, I looked at like a bunch of things that might have came out, see if I saw anything I missed. I'm like, damn, because a lot of bands came out with tons of fucking singles. A lot of that's I think it's becoming more of the the new thing to do is just to release a single song every couple weeks or some bullshit. I'm like, I hate that. I rather just get covers. Last year I had 40 on my list. This year it's gonna be 50 something. Now we're talking about. It's gonna be big. A lot of shit I loved came out last year, but man, yeah, the the Zeal album. I'm glad you showed those guys to me, man, because that shit was uh, was a lot of fun, man. It reminded me of the older uh, Juggalo shit. Yeah, dude, it's, it's really cool. I mean, that's kind of. Like I said I bought the albums and everything because you can't get them in you can't get them nowhere else except from Magic Ninja Studios and. I said, I think one day I'm going to bring them over here so they can stay in your collection. Oh, you got them up there already. Oh, I do? Yeah. Well, there we go. See, yeah, they're, they're, they're actually very unique one-off albums that you're not, they're not going to be making them for very long, so they'll be, they'll be pretty, something pretty cool. But like, hey, cool, we used to listen to that shit, because every time I listen to it, man, I just want to smoke a bowl. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like going on fucking doing adventures like we used to do back in the day, man, because we're just walking around. Walking around. We used to fucking, our, we had adventures. I'd say we actually had our weird-ass the foibles of Travis, Zach, and uh, Josh. Stoned as hell, just walking the streets of Phoenix City, Alabama. Fucking walk around out of park with a guitar, play music, begging for change, breaking into buildings. Little B&E. <laughs> oh, shit. And weird enough, how many times we always wore that next to it, but never went in the fucking uh, Waffle House. Yeah. And we never had enough money. We could only afford the bean burritos from Piggly Wiggly or... Sometimes dollar we'll burgers at dollar McDonald's, and McDonald's until they call the cops on us. Yeah, walking while goth. Walking while goth. I mean, we did we did our foibles, you know, buying the Piggly Wiggly dumpster diving and the fucking game stuff. The what? No, what was in game? It was, block, block. it was a, it Video was a movie gallery. Movie galleries, garbage can. They always had good shit in there. Yeah, Poster, Dreamcast games. Uh, the goddamn Lethal Enforcer. Lethal Enforcer in the, the box with the gun. With the goddamn guns. Fucking what? Po movie posters out the ass, CDs and music videos and shit, all kinds of good shit. And then fucking me and uh, us do our little fucking uh, our uh, the pictures, man. Pictures with the fucking we're fucking sword fighting with fucking uh, light tubes and beer bo beer boxes on our heads like fucking knights. Hell yeah. Good times. Hell yeah. So is that, is that all you got to say about yeah, Zool or, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Zool? Well, I mean, yeah, because we already did the, uh, how much I, you know, we already did the review thing. That's what we did. For what? Axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I mean, so we just talked about You go back. Travis Trav can always link, you can link it back there. Like, oh, watch this video again. Mm, I, um, but, so, alright, that's Josh's list. What do you guys think about Josh's list and the albums that, uh, were his favorites from last year? And uh, we'll be back with the Zeal and Our Door review. And I really got pissed.